This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 384. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you can join me. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Optus to support bushfire victims with a grants program. Samsung has released its new Galaxy Book S, a laptop with a difference. And Uniden has announced announced pricing for its new AppCam Solo wire-free pan and tilt camera. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the SanDisk Pro portable SSD drive. We're also going to check out the devices that can help you save water. And we're going to tell you what happens to your Facebook account after you die and we'll answer your tech questions in the tech guide help desk and it's all brought to you by netgear the company that keeps you connected and norton the company that keeps you protected It's been a devastating summer of bushfires uh, that has been uh, known around the world. I remember when I was in Las Vegas at the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, some people, locals, would hear my accent and would ask all about the bushfires and whether I was affected. And so it just really sunk in just how widespread the news of the the tragic bushfires had spread around the world. There had been a lot of coverage, obviously, not only here but also around the world. But uh, there were a lot of people, uh, celebrities and companies, uh, jumping in to, to donate money to Red Cross and just helping out uh, the cause for, for the victims of the bushfires. Telstra and Vodafone had already uh, offered to for volunteer firefighters who happened to be either Telstra or Vodafone customers for their accounts to be uh, wiped for the months of December and January. So they were basically giving them free mobile coverage. So their contracts were, uh, they paid them on their behalf, so they didn't have to pay any money at all. Uh, everyone was wondering at that time what Optus was up to, uh, and that's been now revealed. Optus, rather than helping the bushfire, the volunteer firefighters, have decided instead to help the victim and they're coming to the aid of small businesses and anybody affected by the bushfires by announcing a grants program. They're calling it the Green Shoots Grants Program. Green Shoots are the first thing you see uh, signs of life after a bushfire and that's kind of what Optus want to help promote here to support businesses impacted by the bushfires and help them get re-established, get back on their feet and to do that, they're going to help them with these grants, which aren't just cash handouts. They are uh, in the form of hardware, technology, and services. So they can uh, they can help out uh, helping them re-establish themselves in these devastated areas uh, across mainly the eastern states of Australia, Victoria, and in New South Wales as well. So uh, a good good initiative here by Optus, and as I said, this this isn't a handout of cash. The program is going to include a technology pack, which means that you'll get uh, the, the, the person who receives the grant or the business, will link, they will receive this technology pack, which includes a complimentary tablet and up to two years Optus Mobile and or fixed internet services. What it also includes is a dedicated tech support team based in Australia for small businesses and there's also Optus extending its staff volunteer program as well 
to uh, support small businesses that are affected by the bushfires to help them get back on their feet as well. Now, eligibility and selection criteria uh, haven't been revealed yet. They are going to be revealed on the Optus website on February 17, uh, along with the details on how businesses can apply for the grant. This is something you need to apply for. They're not just going to randomly uh, select different businesses. So uh, small businesses that have been affected, they can contact Optus. Oh, there's, a, there's a link to a website on Tech Guide there, but good to see that Optus are coming to the party, uh, not not just not helping the firefighters, the volunteer firefighters, as Telstra and Optus did at the height of the bushfires, but now uh, helping in in the wake of the bushfires, these victims, the the businesses that are struggling to get back on their feet. And, and it's good to see also that a lot of Australians are deciding to pack up a car and head into these areas and and eat and eat in their restaurants and stay in their hotels and really support those communities. Uh, it's just another example of Australians coming together in a time of crisis and. Optus are helping out with this new Green Shoots program to help those businesses re-establish themselves and hopefully thrive into the future. You want to read more about the Optus Green Shoots program? You can do that at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Alrighty, changing gears slightly here, we're going to talk about some product here and a product from Samsung that they've just announced and will be going on sale this week actually, so January 31, the Galaxy Book S will finally go on sale. Now I saw this product uh, for the first time back in, uh, in New York when they announced their Note device, so uh, this has been on the books for quite a while, on the on the uh, on the way, and now it is finally the rubber is hitting the road, and it is going on sale. The Galaxy Book S. Now this is a device with a difference. It looks like a laptop, uh, looks like uh, any other laptop you'll find, but there is some major differences here, and the the first one being the platform. The the computing platform has more in common with a mobile computing platform. It's especially created by Qualcomm. It's the Snapdragon 8CX. Now, this is important because, because it has these mobile computing, uh, this the, the mobile computing uh, definition, these characteristics. It is still powerful and fast, but the biggest advantage is that it is fanless, which means that this platform doesn't produce any heat. It remains cool no matter how hard you're working the computer. So what that does, that really opens up the design possibilities here. So that's the reason why the Galaxy Book S is so thin and so small and so light. It's got a 13.3-inch display and has it is just 11.8 millimetres thick. That's less than 2 centimetres at its thickest point. And it is also weighs less than a kilogram. It actually weighs, to be precise, 961 grams, which is super, super light when you consider this is quite a powerful laptop. It is running Windows 10 as well, by the way. There is also that's the same always-on connectivity of your smartphone because it's got a SIM card slot. So any other laptop, or most other laptops, when you want to do some work, you want to connect, you've either got to connect your phone or your, your little wireless dongle or look for Wi-Fi. Now, when you've got your phone, 
and you want to look up something on the internet or get on social media, you just don't think about it. It just happens because your device has a SIM card. So now you can have that always, that mentality, that always on, that always connected uh, device with a SIM card. So the Galaxy Book S has the same connectivity as a mobile phone. It has its own, it has its own SIM card. Uh, it's a nano SIM. Also has a micro SD card slot. So on the base of the Galaxy Book S is a little tray that slides out, which has the both the SIM, the nano SIM and a place to put the micro SD card so you can expand your memory or access your content through the micro SD card. So it's kind of like a phone. It's got the connectivity of a phone, but the power of a laptop. Now, this is this is a real game changer for Samsung, I think, because they were years ago in the laptop space and really kind of fell by the wayside because there were so many other big companies like Apple and HP and, and Dell and all these other companies selling laptops. This wasn't kind of the Samsung strength at that time. But their strength today is mobile and smartphones. They're the number one company in the world. So they're bringing those characteristics to a laptop device. And I've got to say, I've only had my hands on it for a couple of days. I'll do a full review uh, probably in next week's show. And I've got to say, I'm really impressed with the with the quality of the product, the speed of the product. It has that instant wake as well. There's a little, the on button is also a fingerprint reader. So it is super quick, super responsive, super thin and super light. And it has become my new daily driver for my review on uh I'm normally a MacBook user, but this is so thin and light. I'm thinking this to get to have to review it properly. I really need to use it every day, which is what I'm doing, and what many of you who would purchase this product would do as well. So it's a, it's going to be one thousand six hundred and ninety nine dollars. Goes on sale January thirty one, which is this week, through JB Hi-Fi and Harvey Norman, as well as through Samsung Retail and uh, Samsung's online stores as well. It's available in two colours. I love the names they come up with these <laughs> for their device colours. The two colours are Earthy Gold and Mercury Grey. I think I've got the Mercury Grey version myself, but I would love to see what Earthy Gold looks like. I would love to have a job making up names of colours for a company. That'd be my dream job. The Galaxy Book S, $1,699. You can see our report on Tech Guide, not our review, but we've just sort of given you a bit of an overview of the specs and uh, told you a little bit about it. Our full review will appear next week, but there are pictures on there for you to peruse. It is a very impressive-looking device, I must say, for you to check that out. Head, head over to techguide.com.au. Alrighty, well, Uniden has announced, and this, this product has been quite a long time coming, I should say. Uh, I'll, I'll start with that, but the AppCam Solo PT has been in the works for months. Uh, we've been eagerly anticipating its arrival, and it is coming this week. And not only have they uh, announced that it is coming to market, they've also announced, of course, the price, uh, which is three hundred and forty nine ninety five. Now, a bit of a, a bit of a backstory here: the AppCam Solo PT, when it was announced, and I still I still think this is the case, it is Australia's first completely wire-free home security camera that can be panned and tilted. Now, by, by that I mean through the Uniden Companion app you can pan the camera. So you can move the camera through the app so you can view 
355 degrees of whatever's in front of the camera. So it can almost do a full, can almost do a full circle. So it's 355 degrees of view, and you can also pan it up, sorry, tilt it up and down through 140 degrees. So what it basically allows you to do is cover a lot of space with a single camera, which you can manually move, pan and tilt from anywhere through the AppCam Solo app as well. So it's a really handy product to be able to cover a lot of ground. You might have a, an area of your backyard or your front yard or your business or your holiday house. And rather than getting two cameras to cover the same space, you can just, just use one. Just use the AppCam Solo PT. Now, it gets better. The AppCam Solo PT included in that price of $349.95 includes a solar panel. So you can set up the AppCam Solo PT in an area, in a spot, might be up high, might be anywhere. And next to it, you can also position the solar panel so that it will power the camera all the time. So no need for you to get up on a ladder and take out the battery, recharge it, take the camera down. It is going to be completely or constantly, I should say, constantly recharged through the solar panel. So you've just got to position the solar panel, obviously, so the sun hits it. But it is going to feed power to the battery on board the AppCam Solo PT. So it's kind of a set and forget solution. Now, also included, of course, is full high-definition footage. So you can display and uh, record locally to an SD card or to the cloud. The cloud, you can have up to seven days of free cloud backup, but you do have the option of upgrading to a higher plan. So you can uh, also, though, record footage captured to and store it on the onboard SD card. So if you're happy with that, that'll uh, you can get it straight off the SD card. But it also comes with, this is proprietary technology for Uniden, and this is across all their cameras, and that's their Thermosense technology. What that is, it uses this technology to, before it gives you a notification, it needs to detect both heat and movement. So you're not getting a lot of false notifications. You'll find with others uh, that, that there may be a car driving past. Depends on where the camera's pointing, of course. But there might be a car driving by, some trees swaying in the wind, uh, so, so other things like that in, in the distance. And that's going to be classed as movement and you're going to get a notification. So your phone is going to be flooded full of notifications. So what this does using Thermosense, it's going to detect both the heat and the movement. So you're getting, there's, a, there's an animal or a human in front of your camera. So it's going to give you the legit notifications, not just all the false notifications, which can be a bit of a pain. So uh, it is really exciting to see this one. I have been waiting to for this to arrive. I was was told about it months and months ago, and I should be getting it this week to review uh, and uh, obviously tell you guys about on the a future podcast, maybe next week or the week after. So expect to see that soon. There, there is a story on Tech Guide announcing that pricing three forty nine ninety five. It's going to go on sale this week. So keep an eye out for it at JB Hi Fi uh, and other stores. The Uniden AppCam Solo PT, which PT is short for pan and tilt if you haven't worked it out already. If you want to take a closer look, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide.
The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can protect you and your family online. Now, in a world where you're constantly connected, cyber attacks are more prevalent than ever. So everything from phishing scams and ransomware to online predators and big data tracking your every move, we need protection. Cyber threats have evolved, which is why Norton has two. The new Norton 360 gives you next-level protection. It combines the power of device security with a secure VPN to help keep you and your family safe and private online. The new Norton 360 offers all-in-one protection for your devices and your online privacy. It's available now at leading retailers or au.norton.com. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Heading up our reviews this week is the SanDisk Pro Portable SSD. Now, this is a, a tiny little drive. We spoke about a similar one last week, the, Sam, the Samsung T7. Uh, the SanDisk Pro Portable SSD is is slightly different. It is it does offer kind of the same thing in terms of really fast SSD storage. But what I like about this device is that it kind of takes it, it takes keeps in mind the kind of customer who would use this product. So it's called portable for a reason because you can take it anywhere. There's it, it is pretty small. It's about the size. It's smaller than uh, than your phone. It's smaller than than a playing card even. Uh, it's probably just about a centimetre thick. And there's also a, like a little little area on the top right-hand corner that can allow you maybe to hook it to a bag or on your clothes or wherever you need it. And it's obviously being an SSD, which is short for solid state drive, it's obviously very fast to give photographers and videographers and anyone who needs to shift a lot of data access their data quickly as well, that opportunity. Now, the Pro Portable SSD is going to be available in 500 gig and 1 terabyte capacities. And a 2 terabyte version will also be launching, but not till later this year. So if you're a photographer or a videographer, you are always on the move. You're shooting, you're filming, and it's not like you're in a studio the whole time. You're out in the world capturing your content and saving it and editing it on the go. So with that in mind, the SanDisk Pro portable SSD is built to take that kind of daily use to handle all the daily scrapes as well. So it's got a, a rugged construction. It's it's got the, it's got an aluminium forged body, which not only protects the SSD at its core, but it also helps dissipate the heat as well. So you can keep working at full speed without the this thing getting hot. Uh, it is rugged, as I mentioned, so it ha- does have a, a rubberized coating that can handle the impacts as well. So if you drop it, there's no risk of it uh, you, you injuring the, uh, the SSD drive inside. It's also got an IP55 rating, which means it's also water and dust resistant. So if you get this, if you splash this or spill a drink on it or something, it's going to work fine. And all of that packed into a device that's small enough to fit into your pocket. 
Now, what makes it fast is the fact that it's an SSD drive, a solid-state drive, which is the, the, the kind of technology you'd find in a flash card. So it, it does utilise Western Digital's NVMe, which is short for Non-Volatile Memory Express. It's basically flash memory technology that works really, really fast. So you get the kind of transfer speeds, read and write speeds, of up to 1,050 megabytes per second. So if you're transferring, say you've got a, an 8 gig file, 8 gigabyte file, this can, it can transfer this, that, that file in about 8 seconds. That's how fast this thing is. So on and off a computer from your device to the drive, uh, it does those read and write speeds are super, super quick. So if you're using uh, Adobe Lightroom and shooting RAW and all these massive files, it is really easy to get them onto the SSD drive and off again really, really quickly. Now, the, the Pro Portable SSD from SanDisk comes with two cables, a USB-C to USB-C cable. So if you're connecting it to a MacBook, for example, which is how I'm using it, you've got the C from the actual disk itself from the, from the drive and the USB-C at the other end of the cable to connect directly to your MacBook or other device that has USB-C connection, any other laptops uh, as well. Uh, it also comes with a USB-C to USB-A cable, so from your USB-C from the device to your traditional USB connection on your computer or whatever other device you happen to be connecting it to. It is also compatible with both Macs and PCs, and get this, comes with a five-year warranty. That's a lot of confidence in your product right there. The SanDisk Pro Portable SD, SSD, it's 259 for the 500 gig model, 399 for the one terabyte model, and as I mentioned, the two terabyte model is coming later this year. No word on the pricing, but if you can do your math, you can probably work it out. 399 times two, uh, that'd be nearly, let's say, let's say 799. I reckon it'll be 699. It won't be quite uh, twice as much. So, but but that's uh, that still hasn't been decided officially. Uh, but the 500 gig and the one terabyte versions are available now from JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks, and Harvey Norman. And it's a little beauty. It's, it's so, so small. Uh, I also use this as my MacBook Pro uh, time machine backup disk as well because it's quick. So normally a time machine backup can take a while if you're using a traditional external hard drive. They might be portable, but if you've got a traditional hard disk drive... Uh, it's not as quick uh, to read and write content data as it is on this. So I'm using this as my my time machine backup, and there's also room on board. I think I've still got another 800 gig of space on it. I've got the one terabyte model. Still got 800 gig of space to do with what I want, to transfer files and uh, maybe even record directly to it from a ca compatible camera like the Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema 4K camera. So... Really handy little product, fits in your pocket, a lot of power, a lot of speed, and it's rugged as well for your daily use. And photographers, videographers, get on it. This is an ideal product just for you. If you want to read more about the SanDisk Pro Portable SSD, I suggest you head over to techguide.com.au. Well, you know what? We are in the middle of uh, water restrictions. It is uh, we're not allowed to use hoses to um, uh, to water our gardens or wash our cars, 
And there are some areas that are that are have like restriction levels, like level five and even six restrictions, which goes to the point where you, you can't have a shower longer than two minutes, and all this kind of these kinds of restrictions. So, water is has become such a valuable resource for a valuable resource that we need to preserve. Not only because there are restrictions, but when the restrictions hopefully end, you also want to control your water usage because it can save you money as well. So even outside of water restrictions, having water-wise habits should be something, should be habits we redevelop and keep and use moving forward. So let's not take water for granted because of the restrictions, even after restrictions, if and when they end, we should be keeping an eye on that. And one thing, there are some products that can help us do it, not just one, several that I'm going to talk about right now. The first is the EVE Water Guard. Now, this is a product that can detect water leaks and send you an alert. So the device comes, you plug the device in, and it comes with a two-meter sensing cable. So it's two meters long, so you would string this out underneath uh, maybe in a bathroom, in a laundry, in a basement, under a sink, and the the cable, which is called a sensing cable, detects any water. So if there's a drip or drop of water, it will let you know that there is a leak because if you if there's a leak, you don't want to wake up the next morning and find your kitchen underwater or your laundry underwater. You want to know straight away. So the Eve Water Guard can help you do that. It's 139 bucks. Goes on sale in early February, which is in a few days, and it's going to be available from JB Hi-Fi and also online at Amazon, also in Apple stores and on eBay. Uh, the next product is a a device that you attach to your tap. It's the Juami. Automatic Water Saver Tap. Now, Xiaomi spelled X-I-A-O-M-I. This is only $48. You can buy it on uh, eBay, catch.com.au, Dick Smith and Kogan. This connects to your, your tap and it can detect movement beneath the tap to enable water flow. So in other words, it won't, de- won't let the water run unless you're doing something like washing the dishes or washing your hands. So oftentimes people put turn the sink on, they put a, a dish under there and walk away and do something else. All that water that keeps running, that's wasted. So what the Water Saver Tap does, it only allows water flow when there's something happening, when it's detecting something under the, the saver, the Water Saver Tap. So you, you, you've, there's movement with washing dishes and all that sort of stuff. It will allow the water to flow. You'd be surprised how often people leave water running in the sink and go off and do other things, and all that water is just running out and waste, being wasted. Uh, the other product is called Eve Aqua. Same company as the previous product we mentioned. Eve Aqua connects to your tap so you can see exactly how much water you're using but also allows you to regulate that water flow and even set a schedule for the water flow. Now, at the moment, I don't even think we can, in our restrictions, even use a sprinkler in our garden. You can only use a watering can. But in the future, when the water restrictions ease up a bit, you'll be able to tell not only how much water you're using, but also schedule when your sprinkler, when you want your sprinkler on. You can even control it from an app. You can set a schedule. You can remotely turn it off. Like, how could you do that in the past? You can't remotely turn off a tap. Well, with the Eve Aqua, you can. So uh, no more no more expensive water bills. Keep your water bills down. Save water at the same time. And 
if and when sprinkler usage comes back, which it should do pretty soon, I'm hoping, uh, you'll be able to also keep your gardens green uh, and all controlled through the app, which allows you to see the schedule, how long you've been watering, the estimated consumption of water as well. So it really adds a lot of smarts to your water usage. I don't think anyone could tell how much water they're using. They say, oh, okay, this this or that. They don't know. With EVACWA, it tells you exactly how, my, how many litres you're consuming. So you can keep an eye on that. If you know how much you're using, you'll, be know, you'll know exactly how much you can save as well. So really important for you to do that as well. In these times of the water restrictions, uh, I think we should adopt the water-saving habits well into the future, even when the water restrictions are lifted. If you want to take a look at those water-saving gadgets, you'll find them at techguide.com.au. Now, this next story is about Facebook and it was actually prompted uh, with through a conversation I was just having with my wife. We were, we were up on the Gold Coast last week and I was telling her about how I often receive emails from uh, families who've lost a loved one and they don't know their child or their, their father or mother, whoever's passed away, they don't know their password for their device and they want to uh, they want to be able to uh, uh, be able to access the photographs and, and the memories that are on that device and they often ask me how do, how do I do this so how can I access it I don't know the password I said well if you don't know the password you can't it's it's just not possible there'd be no point of having a password if it was easier just to get in the back door of your phone and access your stuff so unfortunately, these people, I had no answer for them other than, I'm sorry, you can't. It's just not possible. So it led to the conversation of what happens to your stuff? What happens to your social media? Like The, the, the thing I would encourage families to do, and I reckon parents with their children, this should be something they have as well. Let, let, let your family members know your passwords. Just know that if my phone is here, this is my passcode or whatever, because it would save uh, a lot of heartache if, and, and God forbid this ever happens, but it does. I, I, I read these emails and it absolutely breaks my heart to read these emails. They're, they've lost a loved one and they are just desperate to hold on to something, some memories, some photographs, and, and they're unable to because the they don't know the person's passcode. So share your passcodes. My wife said the reason I'm even talking about this and what I'm about to talk about is because my wife said, what, what would happen? We were talking about money and transferring our accounts and stuff like this. And she said, what would happen if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? I wouldn't know the first thing about accessing your account and doing this and all the stuff that we need to do. And the, the conversation then shifted to Facebook and social media and what, what happens to our accounts when we die? Now, Facebook actually has a section that allows you to memorialize your account after you die. So in Facebook, you can choose what they call a legacy contact. So it's, it's like kind of leaving a Facebook will. You can authorize a person into your account and they can then set your account to become a memorial for you 
Or you can choose, if you don't want any of that, you can choose just to completely shut your Facebook account down when they find out you've passed. So there is actually a course of action that Facebook has already thought of to handle your Facebook account after you pass away. And the settings are in if you're in if you're on the Facebook if you're on Facebook on the browser, the top right hand corner there's a downward facing arrow. Click on that, go all the way to the bottom, it says settings. And then in the settings, second from the bottom, is a section called memorialization settings, which says decide what happens to your account after you pass away. So your legacy contacted, obviously this would be my wife or, or one of my children. I'll probably make it one of my kids because my, my wife or my kids, I think you can only choose you can only choose one. So I'll probably make it one of my children because they they're gonna like my will. They're gonna receive everything I receive when when I I've got when I pass away. So the legacy contact they'll receive a notification that you've chosen them as your legacy contact. But then the next time there'd be contact, they won't be notified again until your account is memorialized. So until Facebook finds out from a loved one or even from this legacy contact themselves that you've passed away. So when that happens, there are things that the authority given to the legacy contact, which allows them to do things like manage tribute posts on your profile uh, and including deciding who can post, who can see your posts, or even deleting posts and removing tags. You can uh, respond to new friend requests, update your profile picture and your cover photo. There might be some newer photos that you want to display. And you can also set your account. This legacy contact can set the account and include the word remembering next to the person's name on their profile. So immediately to the outside world that it's obvious that you've passed away, that that this that your, your account is now a memorial to to you all the all the memories and photos and posts that you've created will live on after you die so people can see your posts comments reactions your photos your messages and allow them to remember that after you've gone i've checked twitter and instagram and all these other social media platforms and i and i'm i've have i haven't found a similar course of action here i might be wrong let me know on twitter if i've missed that but uh, Facebook has been pretty proactive here. They've thought of this because I do personally, I do know people on, have known people on Facebook who have since passed away, and I often look back on their on their posts and see their face and their photos, and it's a great memory. Uh, I don't think this facility was available back then, but it's good to know now that your posts and your photographs and all your great memories that you shared with your friends and family on Facebook will live on after you die, if that is what you want. If you don't, right, so alternatively, you can choose to delete your account permanently after you pass away. You don't, if you don't want any record, if you don't want anything left behind, that is your choice too. But the other choice too is, of course, to turn your account into a memorial to yourself. So check that out. I, know, I hope that doesn't sound too morbid for you all, but it is a thing. You can set Facebook memorialization settings. For more information, check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, we upgrade our phones and our TVs and our laptops, but when was the last time you upgraded your Wi-Fi? 
maybe it's time. It's time to welcome Wi-Fi 6. If you want to watch your shows on streaming services, then you need the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. It's like giving your streaming the VIP treatment. The Netgear Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 routers give you ultra-fast speeds and wider coverage throughout your home. That's up to four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi, which means you can connect more devices and stream more stuff simultaneously online gaming the works without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. The devices of today and tomorrow demand more, so give them more with Wi-Fi 6. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you can be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number six. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Couple of questions on the Tech Guide Help Desk, which is brought to you by Belkin, our good mates at Belkin. If you're after a cable, a charger, many other accessories, Belkin is the place to get them from. Now, we had a couple of questions. The first was, and I've got this uh, question fairly often, so I thought it's appropriate I talk about it on the show. A lot of people are concerned when the NBN comes around, uh, that all they want is a home phone line. I get a lot of a lot of elderly users. They don't use the internet. They just want a phone to be able to keep in touch with their friends and family and relatives, and they're not interested in having any internet connection. And the question I often get asked is, the NBN's coming to my house. I don't want the internet, but I want my phone. I want my landline. Is it possible? Do I need the NBN for a landline? Now the answer to that is yes. To if the NBN comes through your suburb and you just want a landline, you need to sign up to the NBN. But don't panic. There are plans which are phone-only plans. So in other words, you get a phone line and that's it. You're not going to get a broadband connection. You just get a phone line. So the NBN has taken over all the infrastructure, all the copper lines, everything. So when the NBN passes through, you can access phone-only plans. And I think they're mainly through Telstra. So you do have the choice of having a phone while being on the NBN, despite the fact that you don't want a broadband connection. Now, should be made aware that in the event of a blackout, the NBN won't work and neither will your home phone. Now, that wasn't the case with your traditional setup with your landline through the copper line. Because it's going through the NBN and you lose power, you won't have a home phone connection. So you'll need probably a mobile phone as well, just as a backup as well, in in case you don't have your home phone. Uh, You also need, if you are having, if you've got uh, medical devices as well, then you also need to have an NBN. You need an internet connection for that to work properly as well. Uh, A lot of them work over over mobile networks as well, maybe over 3G networks and 4G networks. So keep that in mind too. So mobile connections for maybe your medical devices, you can have NBN phone-only plans as well. But in a blackout, your home phone on the NBN, not going to work. Keep that in mind. Uh, The other question I had was about printers. And you know how often, especially Mac users, every update we get to an operating system, I think the latest on the Mac is the Mac OS Catalina, uh, a lot of printers don't work properly because their firmware hasn't been upgraded. Now, what you'll find is that all your major printer brands, Epson, Brother, Canon, all of them, 
will have a firmware update so that it will work on the latest Mac OS. Of course, it'll work on Windows, but there are regular firmware updates that that take care of these changes. So what I suggest, if it if your printer's not working properly on Catalina or your scanner, go into the settings of your printer and do a little firmware check to see if there's an update. And nine times out of 10, there will be, and it will address the issue. The other option is to go to your printer's website, so Epson or Canon or Brother, whoever your printer happens to be, search for your, go to the support and download section, search for your printer, and see if there is an update to uh, to be downloaded. So you might be able to download it and run the update through uh, that downloaded file. But don't despair. There is updates. Some companies issue them faster than others. So uh, I did what the question I had was from a, a gentleman who had an Epson scanner and were, took it back because the it wouldn't work on Catalina. But uh, I've since found that not only have Epson updated, but also Brother, all these other companies have updated so that it does work on Catalina. I updated my Epson printer and scanner and it is working for me on Catalina. So maybe do the update first before taking it back, but that's your choice. Uh, we've written about all those on Tech Guide. The phone only is another big question. Yes, you can get a phone only on the NBN if you don't want a broadband connection. You are listening to Tech Guide. And that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Everything we've talked about on the show, you can find at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe and private online. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, as we always say, stay safe, stay connected.